Find your missing ingredient at the 2024 National Restaurant Show. Whether you're looking to adapt your offerings to satisfy shifting dinner expectations, seamlessly navigate razor-thin margins, or integrate next-era solutions to offset labor challenges, the show has everything you need to plate up success for your operation. See tomorrow's ideas come to life and find inspiration for your next big concept as you explore a bustling show floor featuring over 900 product categories. From award-winning food and beverage items to innovative back-of-house equipment and technology. Join your peers at the show for food service in Chicago, May 18th to 21st, and get a taste of the future. Visit the official show website at www.nationalrestaurantshow.com to register and learn more. Welcome to Menu Feed, a weekly podcast from Restaurant Business and Food Service Director. I'm Pat Kobe, Senior Menu Editor for both brands. Joining me on the podcast is Alexis Schultz-Para, co-founder and chief visionary officer for Nectar Juice Bar, one of the pioneering healthy fast casuals. She has a background in education, but as a California mom and yoga enthusiast, she became a fan of juicing early on. 13 years ago, Alexis and her then-husband Steve Schultz opened the first Nectar, and it has since grown to over 300 locations nationwide. Although the juice and smoothie segment has become crowded and more competitive, Nectar prides itself on the integrity of its ingredients and the diversity of its menu. Alexis is not only passionate about the culinary side of the business, she is passionate about being a female role model and mentor in the industry. Listen as Alexis describes how she balances the soft and hard sides of leadership, how she evolves the menu to make it both fun and functional, why collaborations with other brands spark innovation, and how she's prepping for her next role as social media influencer. Welcome, Alexis. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you. Great. Well, why don't you begin by telling me about your professional journey that brought you to Nectar? What were some oh, of the things along the way? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I, I, my education is, uh, or education is my background. I have my master's in education. But while I was, as a mom, I was doing yoga and kind of stumbled upon juicing and smoothies and kind of just the wonders of all of that um, kind of delved deeper and convinced my husband to open a juice bar. So, so that, you know, my culinary, I've always loved cooking. Um, I, you know, I spent many a summers in college watching Food Network and experimenting on all my roommates, <laughs> but it, um, truly was just this funny journey, you know, how you end up, you don't think you're going to end up there and you do. Um, and it just, it's been, you know, 13 years since we opened our first one and I have had to grow as a businesswoman, you know, the culinary part, learning cost of goods. I mean, it's amazing what you, you learn and figure out as you go when you're a business owner. Um, and it's such a passion of mine now, of course, but and you founded it 13 years ago, right? 13 years ago, yes. Okay. And you and your husband are still partners? We we are ex-husband and wife now, but we are still partners. Yes. Is that great? It's yes. we're actually yes. better business partners than we were married. So okay. well, cool. <laughs> so you tell me why you decided on a healthy juice bar concept. How many locations do you currently have? 
We are over 200 now nationwide. Wow. And they're, yeah. they've expanded way out of California from what oh, I Oh, yeah. We are nationwide. Yeah, we're all the way. I, I'm trying to think of the, the furthest one, whether it technically is uh, New Jersey's coming, I think Philadelphia. So we're all the way from coast to coast now, which is it's great. It's incredible to bring, especially it's been more of a California thing, you know, but to like mm-hmm. to go into middle America and expose people to something that makes them feel incredible and gives them the opportunity to, to eat healthy on the go, really, right? Like just really making it accessible to everyone. It's been really cool to see the impact we can have. Yeah, definitely. And you were really pioneers in this category, but now there are quite a number of, I mean, they're not all called healthy juice concepts, but there are smoothie bars and there are better for you beverages and that kind of thing. So how are you staying ahead of the curve at this point? I mean, you know, it is it, there. It's been crazy to see. It used to be just like a few little, you know, mom and pop juice bars when we opened and we've really brought it mainstream. And yeah, it's been interesting to see, you know, other bowl concepts pop up or other juice bars, other smoothie companies kind of try to go the more real route. I think, you know, in, in the market, in the, in the juice space and in the, the smoothie market, I think there is just this kind of a spectrum, if you will, of, you know, from very unhealthy, you know, basically just using ice cream all the way to like incredibly healthy. And we try to at Nectar keep ourselves at this level where everything still tastes good, but it's using good for you, real ingredients. And I think our integrity of our ingredients is what has kept us in the space as people are coming and going um, and really, you know, just being, being someone that, that I think a brand that, that our customers can trust. I think that's such a big piece of our puzzle. Right. And you, even like some of the coffee chains are now doing healthy juices, which is, you know, incredible to me, but it seems like the beverage category as a whole is just like such a growing category because people are stopping just for beverages, whether they be juices or you know, coffee or healthy sodas or whatever. So I guess you have expanded beyond juices though at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We, so juices, smoothies, we do the acai bowls. Um, we have bottled juices and cleanses. And yeah, I, I mean, I love to see, I love to see the diversity in the marketplace. I love to see more and more people embracing, you know, healthier fruits and vegetables, you know, bringing in smoothies to coffee shops. I love it. It's just, it kind of says what, you know, how our world is going, we're all so busy. So beverages, you know, especially when you're getting a complete meal in a beverage, you're getting fuel for workouts, you're getting fuel, busy moms, um, you know, teenagers are coming in for, for healthy bowls and smoothies. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just so great to see the whole industry growing in that regard and really paying attention to health and making it, you know, it's, it's so much easier. And I, and I think that was kind of a big piece for me who has time to sit and eat a salad when you're running all over the place, but you can drink a juice or a smoothie with your greens in it. And you just feel great. You know, it doesn't bog you down. You're not grabbing fast food. So I think the convenience of drinking your nutrients is such a, it's a cool trend that I don't see ever going away because it just works. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what are some of the challenges you faced in growing nectar, you know, beyond California and all the way to the East Coast, especially as a female leader in the industry? Oh, yeah, I know that's almost double a double question. <laughs> um, well, 
I mean, the challenges, I'll start with the female one because I, I do find it really interesting um, and I reflect on it quite a bit. I'm very much into personal growth um, and, you know, coming from education and then running a company and learning, you know, as I alluded to earlier, like learning supply chain and, you know, cost of goods and understanding just basically the profitability aspect. You're not just cooking in a kitchen. It actually has to make sense across all levels mm-hmm. um, and especially as a franchise brand. But but also being as a female doing the personal growth and kind of owning, owning like my power, right. And learning to, to have a voice and to trust my gut and to really believe in myself was kind of a, you know, when you come from education, all of a sudden you're running a company, there's a huge growth that needs to happen. Um, so I think that, and then as a female, I had one, one employee a long time ago had asked, you know, how do you stay soft and hard, you know, how do you balance like the, the, those energies. Right. And, and it's always been such an interesting question to me because through growth, I've learned more of that, you know, just being direct and, um, you know, kind of cutting out all the, the, you know, when you're more of a, I don't know, a softer person, you want to explain and make everything, you know, butterflies and daisies, but sometimes (laughs) just being direct is such a better, you know, method for just, you know, sitting in your power as a woman. So I love, I love talking about that. I, we could do a whole podcast all about that. <laughs> well, that would be fascinating. I'd love to hear that. <laughs> but I, I'm sure you are kind of a mentor or a role model for some of the other women coming up in your, you know, in your company as well. Yeah, in our company. And then I've also mentored um, some women just in other company lines, just, you know, you get to phases and it's always nice to have people to bounce things off of. And I think the food industry has such an incredible um, mentor. You know, I had some amazing women that kind of led me through some some aspects of it. There really are. It's It's sort of like. I think we all get excited to, to, I love talking to people at the very beginning because I I remember those days, you know, and it was so exciting on a different level. So it's always fun to like share and share, um, you know, all the mistakes, all the, all the things you do wrong, you know, because there are many. (laughs) Oh yeah. We've all gone through that. (laughs) So um, you're the chief visionary officer. So I'm sure you're involved in the menu and, you know, some of the ways the menu has evolved over the years. So can you talk about what some of the, you know, most recent things you've introduced and where you might be going with, you know, the menu next? Okay. So our, our, you know, I mean, it's an interesting line for menu development because there are so many fads and trends that pop up in the health industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when you're creating a menu, it's it's how much do you bend to appeal to everyone and how much do you stay true to your roots, you know, um, and, and your main mission. So I think, you know, kind of when I'm creating menu and when we're trying to go forward with trends, I mean, I didn't want to have anything other than just real ingredients on the menu. And we've since added protein powders. We've worked on actually some incredible boosts that people can add in because, you know, the more I delve in nutritionally, there are things that people are lacking and it's always such a great thing to, again, get it all in one spot. So being able to add protein, you know, we do nut butters and all those things that add like fat and extra protein. And, um, but, but as of lately, yeah, kind of becoming more functional is kind of a big thing. You know, obviously this time of year, weight loss is kind of top of mind. So we brought in L-carnitine, which does help the body kind of process fat a little bit. Um, you know, have to be careful what claims we make, but it definitely has been proven. There's plenty of studies that show, 
it does help with fat reduction, fat loss, and just eating fruits and vegetables in general. But, but as far as menu, I mean, gosh, there's so many, so many things. The biggest thing I'm loving is bringing in collaborations with other brands. So I think that menu innovation has to be, you know, you're bringing, we're speaking to different demographics. We're speaking to different uh, people on different diets. It's really paying attention and knowing your customer. And then I think innovation just, yeah, it's, it's, I always joke that like, it's a, a really bad cooking show when you're like, make me something with the same exact ingredients, but make it different every time, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I only have so many options. There's only so many things you can do with fruits and vegetables. So I love the idea of collaborations just because you are bringing in a different item, something kind of new and exciting and really working with their teams. So that's kind of been my number one thing. And then again, function and just really kind of being mindful of where people are and what their needs are and how we bring that to our customer base. And you also collaborated, um, talk about your collaboration with Too Faced. So tell me about that. So Too Faced was fun. They actually came to us. I think the beauty industry is doing an incredible job of like reaching out and doing things kind of outside the box. So they reached out to us. They wanted it pink. Um, and of course, you know, our Pattaya product is so beautiful and vibrant. It's just like hot mm-hmm. pink smoothie. Everyone loves it. So we played around with that. We made it, you know, we added dates and all with for the, all the nutrients, you know, so there was this beauty drink, but also it was beautiful. Um, and so it tied into the Too Faced, uh, you know, brand and what they were looking for. And it was actually our best selling LTO that we've done. Um, I think because it did hit so many different avenues. Um, and it was a little new for us, um, mm-hmm. but also, you know, they bring their own, uh, you know, marketing and it's it just, it's so fun to, to see it kind of things like that come together. So do you think you'll go outside the culinary realm again in a Yes. Oh, cool. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We actually, you know, it's kind of the biggest push for this year. Um, definitely outside, you know, whether it be candle companies or other large companies, mm-hmm. um, there, I think a lot of people are just recognizing how fun collabs are and it really does kind of spark, I don't know, like creativity on all different levels, right? You know, they're bringing different things to us. We're bringing different things to them. So um, it's really fun. And did you have to go back and like take any nutrition courses or, you know, to like beef up your knowledge of, you know, what actually a nutritious um, juice drink should be? Yeah, I actually, I have, I mean, I did actually take nutrition through my schooling, um, just a few basic courses. And then I went back in and got my health coach certification from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. So that was great. We did talk, uh, we we had a lot of... um, a lot of perspective from all the different diets and things and how they affect the body. And just really the main thing, main takeaway. And I think to share with anyone, is like how everyone's so different. You know, you talk to your neighbor and they're like, Oh, I lost weight. I feel great. Or I'm putting on muscle and, and what works for them isn't always going to work for you. There's so many uh, other factors, you know, and um, nutrition is kind of the whole person. It's not just one aspect. It's how are you eating? How are you, you know, are you sitting down and relaxing to eat? Are you stressed out running around? Um, you know, there's so many other components that are really fascinating about nutrition in general. That could be another podcast. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll have to do some more. (laughs) So do you have as many male, um, customers as you do females or is it, does it skew a little female? 
It skews a little female, definitely. Um, I think that's the introduction introduction of protein powders. You know, we definitely get a little more male athletes. Um, we actually have some collabs with some male athletes coming up in some of our smaller uh, smaller collabs. But but it's it's I think it's like the mindset of you know grabbing a, a nutrition drink, you know, a drink after a workout or something like that. We have a lot of high school kids um, and even young kids that our acai bowls appeal to so well. Um, they, they, you know, they're, they're in and hanging out and it's such a, like, it warms my mom heart to see the kids having an acai bowl instead of going and getting, you know, junky snacks. And, you know, it's just like, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved that one if my two sons did that after school, right? <laughs> they tended to not get the junky snacks. Yeah. My, my son, my night, my 19 year old son is really tall and everyone always says, how do you get so tall? And I was like, it's all the green juice I gave him when he was little. So everyone's running out to drink green, green juice to grow. (laughs) So tell me about your partnership with Nintendo. I mean, that, that sounds like a male oriented kind of partnership. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. I know we, we kind of love the idea that, um, we can take that healthy idea, um, take things that maybe aren't as healthy and make them a little healthier. So, mm-hmm. and as an example, I did, my kids love those Slurpees, you know, like ICs and things. And so I created the orange crush, which is very similar to an icy. And they, you know, I was like encouraging that instead of, and I think that's kind of a big principle for our menu development, kind of take something not healthy. Let's do a twist on it, make it still taste amazing, but maybe with healthier ingredients, less sugar kind of. So our scoop is that product. It is essentially an ice cream made with coconut, you know, but we still have like sprinkles, but we use little sprinkles that are, you know, colored naturally. And, you know, just, just, it's everything just elevated a little bit to make it a little bit healthier, but still having fun because let's face it, right? Like life is fun. You still should be able to eat the ice cream and have all the, have all the things. But if you could do it a smidge healthier, you just feel a little bit better at the end of the day. You don't get sugar crashes. Um, So partnering with Nintendo for that was just the idea that you know, Nintendo's so mainstream, kid-friendly, fun to bring in this fun product and kind of collaborate it all. It just, it was such a, yeah. And then playing off, you know, the Mario Kart and the the Kirby, I think it was Kirby. <laughs> and, and it just was so fun to play with, you know, different colors. But yeah, even our, um, we have a cookie dough for the Mario Kart and it was blue, uh, we use blue spirulina or blue butterfly for our coloring, but it's like a natural color, but it's this fun little blue, you know? So we have a lot of fun with making, you know, how, how else can we do this? It's creative. Um, so Nintendo was great, brought tons of, tons of new eyes to the brand and, and we have a lot of fun doing it. Tell me what your locations look like since I've never been in one because I live in New York city and there isn't one here yet, but I know not yet, (laughs) not yet, but, um, so are they like, Grab and go. Is there seating? Um, do you have any drive-throughs? We, I think we are testing a drive-through. I believe. I'm see. I'm. This is where I. I need to do some fact checking. Um, we mostly it is smaller footprint with some seating. Um, we have some like our original store. The whole idea was like make it a hangout place, but then we realized blenders are a little bit loud to hang out with, <laughs> but people do still meet for a juice, you know, and it's still kind of a social ethic. So we do have some seating in most of our locations, but it's been, yeah, it's been an evolution, even with our footprint size and everything we're, um, 
kind of doing, we're, we're testing different, you know, different, sometimes some stores, I think we had even tested like blending in the back to make it quieter. There's been many iterations of our stores, but, but basically you walk in, you smell this incredible freshness because we're juicing, you know, all the fresh fruits and vegetables. It's, I think that's the biggest thing from a sensory perspective, (laughs) you get this incredible smell. And, um, I think that that, you know, it just makes you feel good. Like, okay, I'm getting all that in my body now. (laughs) So what's ahead for R&D in 2024? Are you, you mentioned a couple of things, but will you be doing, following any specific trends or, you know, bringing back some LTOs that were really successful? So we, when we get us LTO, that's incredibly successful. We, we had a peanut butter and jelly bowl, which was incredible. It was like acai bowl with the fruit. Um, and we blend the fruit. It's not sweetened, you know, uh, we don't add extra sweetener. It's just a very clean, we're blending actual fruit, you know, mm-hmm. and then we layer on top, you know, peanut butter and then peanut butter. We make a homemade pea chia pudding with peanut butter. That's incredible. Um, so all these different flares and then a homemade chia jam. So that was an LTO, I think last year. And we got so much backlash from our customer base when that LTO ended that we decided to leave it kind of off the menu for all of our crazy fans. Um, and then now it exists on the menu. So it happens quite a bit. We currently with this raspberry one, we're getting a lot of people like, please don't take this away, you know, and that's the hardest thing with an LTO. You know, you want to keep bringing in new things and keep it fun, but people get really attached to certain flavor profiles. Um, and raspberry isn't something that a lot of other uh, brands are using currently. Mm-hmm. So it's just a fun, it's such a fun, special flavor. I feel like, um, so all my friends are texting me, please don't take this away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, so going forward. Yeah. I mean, I think that continuing with the collabs, I think that's such a big piece, um, really looking as a delve in and a lot of what I do for R and D it's like, I just kind of, I always joke, I nerd out on like, what's, what's trending, what are people doing? And I, deep dive into what, and then how does that apply to nectar? How does that give us the element of, of, like I had said before, like kind of appealing to everyone, but at the same time, really keeping like, we know, we know people are going to veer off and go like no carb, but carbs are coming back. People are understanding you need Mm -hmm. carbs, you know? And I think if you, if you follow every trend, you sort of dilute your brand. And so we've always just really stayed true to being real food, bringing in some functional ingredients as we really recognize these are not trends, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not going to put Ozempic in our, in our smoothie, but, but if we can add something that's going to help people on their weight loss journey and balance their guts, because gut health is becoming more top of mind as well, then those are things that I think fit in our profile because we're staying true to really, really what is good for people. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I hope that the majority of our customers understand that that is, that is truly where we come from, you know, a place of integrity. When I put something in the store, I've read the labels, you know, I've done all the work for you and it's all things that I myself would put in my body, you know, and I think that's a really high standard to keep and not all places can do that. So definitely. Do you have um, chefs that you work with as well or outside chef consultants? Um, not really. <laughs> we brought a few in, um, but really it's it's such a different, um, when we bring in like a culinary person, it's kind of a different animal altogether in the smoothie. You know, we had people come in and they're like, they had these ideas and then they're mixing like, why isn't it thick enough? What, you know, what do we do to make this thick? And it's like, well, there's a certain 
there's a certain science and chemistry to really how much frozen fruit you need to make a frozen smoothie, um, how much liquid you need. So it's sort of an animal of its own, but we've, you know, obviously working with other brands and the collabs and stuff like some of those, some of their R and D teams, they know their product well. So it is a nice marriage in that regard, but really it's, it's a lot of, a, of just, just a couple of us. <laughs> well, that's impressive. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> and so, you know, you talked about what might be happening at Nectar coming in the coming year, but what are you most looking forward to personally, whether you want to accomplish something there or mentor more women? <laughs> I know. I think all of it. Um, well, you know, it's interesting. I feel, I felt a really big shift this year, really with our teams working so cohesively. And as I've grown personally and, and kind of come into my own being decisive, making decisions. Um, I love the way, you know, steering this brand that I'm so passionate about and really mm-hmm. investing myself in what that looks like. Um, of course, our marketing team wants to, to make me an influencer and <laughs> kind of develop my personal brand also. So I'm looking forward to that because I think it's fun. I love sharing. I mean, Nectar started with me wanting to share my love of, you know, juicing and smoothies and how great it was for my life. So kind of piggybacking on that and like what I'm learning, you know, with meal prepping and just ways to make things easier for people, because we all want to do the right thing, but nobody has the time to figure it all out. So by me taking the time to share that, I think, you know, that would be a really fun, we're working on that. That'll be our, that'll be a fun project. Well, that'll be fun to see. Yeah. Thank you. Are your um, kids involved at all? <laughs> yeah, actually, my younger son uh, works with me in R&D and we laugh because I have a very sensitive palate so I can mm-hmm. taste anything. And as a baby, even he I'd make him a smoothie. It was like a chocolate smoothie with like avocado and his friends would be like, wow, this tastes just like ice cream. And he's like, you put avocado in here. I think there's something <laughs> else green in here. So he he's loving, you know, kind of coming up with ideas and, and playing off that. So we'll see how that grows. My older son is uh, doing video games. So he's on a complete different world, but he does eat our products. He loves our awesome people. <laughs> and he was very happy with the Nintendo partnership. Thanks so much, Alexis. I'm all for getting all my nutrients in a tall glass. It sounds delicious. You can download this episode of Menu Feed and past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Pat Kobe.